we, as we, as we might recall, we're doing the Vanilli subway map. So we have both of them up here. So what should we do? Should we just say what we noticed or something and then see what we can do? Can I yeah. bring something up? Because somebody's been troubling me a little bit. Sorry. In my head, this makes sense. I have a feeling when I say it out loud, it's not going to come out in a way that makes any sense. But um, I was thinking about like when we were doing the Whitney and we were talking about concrete and concrete somehow like signifying industrialization or something like that. How are we synthesizing that meaning? Is that us just saying that's what we think they think, or and why? Like I don't know. I, I'm having trouble getting to how are we constructing a rhetoric based off of meanings that we haven't decided yet? Does that question make any sense? Like for okay, I'll, I can say it another way too. You're saying industrialism isn't necessarily inherent. In exactly. Because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. So why are we deciding that it's industrialization? Well, what we're what we're what we're trying to do is um, on the basis of, of the whole argument trying to understand what common opinions might have been drawn on about that material. What does we think of right thing? Right. We, they right. think we think concrete is industrial. Why? Because we do. <laughs> <laughs> it would, it would, the same way we think that liberty is a good thing from the Okay, so, so then it's basically what most of the population thinks. But we have to accept that that's also a right premise. Yeah, yeah, common opinion. And that's fine, okay. Yeah, yeah, as fine. long as there's like a, I was just thinking like, we have to be able to say that that's what we're doing. But you notice though that we can test whether we're right about it being a common opinion that's being referred to by whether a similar set of common opinions are present in other aspects of it. Yes, I think I know. So concrete is, a, is an industrial material. How do we know? How do we know that's what he's thinking? Well, all these other materials are industrial materials. And they don't make any other sense any other way. It would, they would be, be, be inconsistent with the speech, so to speak, if we thought that concrete was supposed to be soft and welcoming. Right? That we thought that was the opinion that was being drawn on. Does that make sense? We're looking for the whole I mean, in other words, when we read the Gettysburg Address, um, our forefather, we, we think fathers are honorable. Right? How do we know that's the opinion he's drawing on? Because the whole tone of the speech is, is uh, in praise of the value that it's in praise of, and that's consistent with it. He doesn't think, for example, that fathers are prone to incest. <laughs> right. Or have still end up desires for their daughters, which is also a common opinion, but it doesn't seem to be consistent with the other common opinions that we have that we're sure of. So we're building up a total understanding of it through those opinions, and that's how I think we can exclude them or narrow down the range of common opinion that's being being used. In a way, it's like a, in a formal analysis, we say the work of the whole. So whatever is present in one would be present in the other. Here we're saying it's a whole persuasion, right? So we'd also be looking for uh, a means to that end. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, of course that makes sense. And like, if you know, understand that's what we're doing. I, I'm just like, I'm gonna have more questions about this. I guess. We didn't say that. 
Things have their significance in relation to each other as part of the total persuasion. Right. Um, so what we're looking for is not the absolute determination of what the common opinion might be prevalent in the audience. Yeah. But what the speaker thought it was by virtue of the other things he says in relation to it. That makes sense. But I'm sort of like wanting to dig into how we're doing that. Like how are we how are we making relations between I know we're doing it. We're obviously doing it. We obviously have a method of doing it. I'm just like curious as to. No, it's a good question because we're not dealing with a speech, so that any time when we're dealing with something that's not a speech, we have methodological questions to ask. Maybe we can find out just as we're doing it. Deal with the cognizant methodological problem. I think I think the idea is that it, it would be the same. The art, so to speak, would consist in so choosing every element that it contributed to a total persuasion. Um, remember, Aristotle thinks, to go take an Aristotle speech, and one really thinks about the parts of things, um, that you have necessarily in the idea of persuasion, you have an audience, a thing to be persuaded of, and, and a persuader. So, what makes a persuader? Credible, the ethos and the characteristics of the ethos. What makes an argument credible is either deductive or inductive. If it's deductive, it has the following option. If it's inductive, in other words, all the parts are uh, determined to be employed by the artist towards one aim, one end. Right? And we've been trying to do the same thing with the building. Yeah. So we don't know, we can't say in advance what, what, what anything stands for. Alone rhetoric, it's a lot easier to, to do that than it would be the formal analysis because the common opinions are those of the audience. Which doesn't mean anything in formal analysis. Right. All right, so that's any other methodological Remember, for Aristotle, the end would be the most important thing. It would be the unifying element. Uh, when Aristotle says the plot is the soul of tragedy, he means that it's that it, he means that it is the the, uh, the thing that unifies the work towards to realize. The, it's the thing that unifies the work that enables it to realize its specific purpose. Right. So we said the persuasion is the soul of rhetoric in that sense, and then we think of everything in terms of that, that end. Whether it's the lighting or, or the blank faces. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So, what do we notice? Which one do you want to do first? Vignelli, obviously. Should we do the Vignelli first? Okay. What do we notice? Or that, is that a good way to start? Just to just sort of make sure that we all talk about the same thing. It's like as simple as it can be. Like there's nothing there that doesn't need to be there. Really. Nothing there that doesn't need to be there. For so like uh, information to the reader. Nothing there but the subway. Subway lines. Is that right? But okay. I'm, I'm not. I have no opinion on this. Um, well, it's not. There's nothing. We have parks and stuff too. There are some parts. Right? It's the minimum amount of information that you would need. But there's definitely more information you need. Definitely more information you need. Yeah. So if you have the low minimum, yeah, the economic version. <laughs> it's kind of below minimum. I'm not sure that was the persuasion. Yeah, I would agree with that. The yellow would sell for say that there's much. Okay, so we're trying to, to list what we see, right? Or what he tried to suggest. So let's just start with what we see. Yeah, let's just start with vertical lines, horizontal lines, and 45 degree angles. Yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds good. That's, I think, a pretty good point. Is that pretty much what we. That's it? Okay. Yeah, I can't write anything yeah. on the board because it's. <laughs> but I can't help it. You know, I just have to do it. <laughs> angles and. Um, you call those horizontals? Straight lines. Straight, straight, straight lines. Straight lines. Straight lines. And we still have to say some degree of minimum. Minimum. Right? Minimum. Yes. Uh, it didn't tell us. Also, the colors are established so that in the geography is a very similar, or very similar tones, but that the silver lines themselves are. No, it, it, it's the way in which the background disappears, right? Although that might also be part of the projection map. Yeah. Sure, we don't have the actual map. Yeah. So the, the proportions of the city weren't discounted. Are they completely distorted? You don't know that. Manhattan isn't really bigger than all the other parts of the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. What do you make of that? I mean, even what you did to the park, <laughs> cut a chunk of it. Maybe that, that wasn't important for him, so he just disregarded the actual proportion of the city. I don't know. But this one, I mean, yeah. they, they all do. But what's the, what's the specific way in which this is done? Or is it for anybody having ideas about it? Well, it looks like the distance between some of the way, I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but it looks like there's a pretty standard square unit of space between some of the right angles of the terms that determine the back row of the frame line. I'm, I'm looking specifically at uh, downtown Manhattan area. If you look, there's a Space that's allowed. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like it really the map might be based around that unit, except that breaks if you go up to the massive bit. So it's sort of that little triangle. 
one turn and then flip the purple. But it feels like it feels like it's built around that situation. Anyone have an idea? Do you think the distance between stops are Subway goes next to it. No. Uh, I think they're only shown in relation to the subway map. Yeah. Features only in relation to it. That's the minimum principle. Right. Um, yeah. Could we even say that everything, every other detail is subordinated to the subway lines? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's true because everything is subordinated to the green. The geometry is distorting the subway lines, I think, more than the subway lines are distorting everything else. Well, you mean this grid? Yeah, that grid. The fact that there's a grid at all is kind of something. Yeah. The grid isn't strictly speaking part of the map, right? Part of the subway system. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we only looking at the Vignoli, and if so, can we make it full screen? <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I, I see how they do it on the movies. Diagram, and then there was like a, a map, an actual map that went with it. But the MTA at the time just decided to go with one. Very interesting. <laughs> so let's stick with the one. Why did you give the ABCD and the numbers on the X and Y axis? I think that's just because it's a subway brochure, and they write up the top information according to the time that. Uh, they do it on the new one. Yeah. Oh. They don't have the print. You can do that with just the numbers without the grid. But the grid, the grid coordinates, the fact that the grid is emphasized with whatever it emphasizes. So it's certainly there. Go on, anybody? Yeah. No, but I have something to say. I think the landscape is also very. I think the technical term for that is truing, truing the lines to the frame or to the grid work as much as possible, right? Yeah. Uh, 
What do they represent? Um, Quantity of Hard to read because of the colors. Yeah. So you have like one green line on the west side if I'm not mistaken, which means that the others it doesn't connect to the other green lines. So uh, as a reader, I would initially be confused thinking that that green line in the south uh, had, was part of the same system as the green line in the north. Mm -hmm. there, there's a disconnect. The R and the G, or they used to say the R, R, and the G, G are both green. But the color family doesn't mean that it still doesn't read Are there different blues as well, then? Or yeah, there are two different blues. Which one? The A, the A obviously. Yeah. Were they identifying the colors at the time? Like, yeah. the A is the one that's going to That's the A. And then the other one is Z. <laughs> the one that's shooting straight across profile. The M is the one that goes out, but the one right there is the Z. Yeah. Yeah. And this they call it K. Okay, can I ask, back then, like when you went to the subway, you know how today, like they have the colors with yeah. the dots? What, was it like that too? Or, yeah. were, were there any colors? I mean, that's not, that's not a stupid question. No, you know, know, you know the, the trains that are now running that have the orange and brown seats. Yeah. Got the, those were coming into, and they have the colors. But you no, know, the old trains didn't have the colors. So not even for the like he he was the first one that attributed color. Well, the colors are coming in, so this map would have been relative to that. Okay. But I don't remember the uh, I don't remember a dark green frame at all. How did you refer to the trains back then? Then they put the numbers and the letters. But they're not in this map, are they? The name of the line is the name of the line in here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but on the end of the terminal, right? Yeah, sometimes it's along the way, like mid between. When there's a gap, when there's a long gap between stops, the letter is written in there somewhere. Do they do that? Yeah. But it's a crap. It isn't constantly emphasized, that's for sure. It's the exact same like text size as the stops. Express stops are in bold letters. No, not that express, but the big ones like Times Square on the map here. They're like. So I think this 
Some of the lines that are shown next to each other are in fact spatially separated from each other by long walks. Yeah. So the, the, eighth, the 6th Avenue and 7th Avenue stuff are still on 6th Avenue and 7th Avenue. They're not next to each other because of the map. So there's spatial distortion in favor of the lines? Yeah, like I'm adding to that. Yeah, you know where, where you're going and that 
when you get off, this isn't the map to look at once you get off. This is just the map to get to the stop you are going to. When you're on the ground. Yeah, because this map could easily confuse you. If you got off at West Court, you would go, oh, well, there was only a five minute walk before the second street. Yeah, exactly. So the street is like the, where you pointed the West Court Street, bumping together those lines, the one to the northwest, where it comes together, I think it's also 47. It also isn't a map of the actual layout of the tubes in the subway system. Which no. has the four well, flags. Yeah. Students that we're expecting to look at this, like in the regular subway map or your base map, it's the actual map of the city. Whereas here, he's working with two different base maps, which is one the grid and two the historic version of New York City according to the federal one. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that he's doing that is, is what yeah. we're commenting on. The F train doesn't actually run under the tunnels, we said before, but it does show them together as running under the same tunnel. Mm -hmm. Because when you're it's saying, you wouldn't, you don't know. Your experience riding it isn't any different because it's separate. And also, if you wanted to figure out which subway to take to get somewhere, this alternate direction. One goes over the bridge and one doesn't. Riding it and riding it up had a very different experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In that case, it's a big What is Second Avenue? Can I just ask the question? Oh, God. <laughs> what else do we notice? Just noticing. Well, there aren't any sharp corners, so the subway map isn't exactly. The grid has. If you look at the grid, there's, it's not rounded off at every corner. Whereas the subway system, every corner is rounded slightly in addition to the landscape you're going to say. Yeah, I think the That's true. Yeah, so it, it, it isn't strictly vertical triangles. It's all those minimal curves, right? but, they're, but they're rounded. There's also a lot of space. There's space that's land and space that's water, but it's A lot of space. Yeah. What about the frame? Square. It fits all of the New York subway into the square. And that time grid. So the representation area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the grid or to the, to the square? Because the square has the A, B, C, D, E, F, and the one, two, I don't know, I don't know if we can, seems like the square is the grid. Yeah, but you, the grid has got, so like, A and B, six through ten are all empty, yeah. and, and then, like, <laughs> F2 has about 20 stops in it, which yeah. doesn't really narrow things down. Right, it would be pretty useless. <laughs> which, is, which is sort of why it seems like the grid took such a strong precedence, because it doesn't actually do anything, it's just there. It's there, yeah. I mean, this is one grid, right? Right, like what is that? There's things in there. And it's not like, it's, it's not like, like what, the size of the squares of the grid are particularly perplexing to me because it's not as though any stops follow any lines. So it really doesn't seem like the grid is actually active. I think, I think the stops do follow 
if you take each of those little grid squares and then you make it even smaller, if you divide each of the grid squares into another 10 by 10 squares. Oh, I bet they would. What do you mean? I, I think that the well, obviously, the if you if you lay a sheet of graph paper over the top of this, every subway line would fall on a line. And, and so, I I don't have any way to prove this, but it looks to me that the subway stops follow points on on a, on a grid that we're not actually seeing. The, the next smaller grid. If that's true, then we're going to see one. Then again, if you make the grid small enough, that's true. So you're saying that within these grids, if there were further grids, these would be points of those grids. I, I oh, with, and I'm saying without that, it makes literally no sense at all because there would just be arbitrary points with a grid. I wish you could establish that. Anyone, did anyone establish that off the top of their art design school head? No, no, no. Someone say, I see it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it true also the stops? Do you think? I have no idea because how would you handle diagonals in that case? Diagonals are forty—they're forty-five degrees, so he's just connecting the, the corners of grids. Corners of grids, and that's how he's doing. Yeah. That's how he's doing the whole thing. Nothing delineates from that. I think it's reasonable to to say that. It, it is, is true that these three lines in Queens all end on a line. Yeah, and if you look at the J, if you look at the stops on the J out in Queens, they're so regular. Actually, yeah, wait. If we count the stops between the last two big, the last two uh, lines on the grid on the J train, are there 10 points between those? Over here? Right. Between one line and the next are there exactly 10 points. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, there's ten. So what do we know? Yeah. This doesn't end on the grid, but you're saying it's end on the subgrid part. Yeah. This here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. 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 Where those stops are, exactly, right? It would be on, it would be 10, if that was the distance. If, it, if the unit was like that, it would be 10. Not nothing. I'm not actually following. <laughs> what that's the case, but... So, because there's... I don't know how. How? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Why would so there be any square not and the rest of the thing is 10 square grid? There, there may, I'm just trying to find the grid. I don't know. It's <laughs> an idea, though. Certainly, the regularity between the stops on these lines right, suggests so. suggests some kind of geometric order that's that is superordinate to the actual order. Which, in a, if there isn't, then the grid to me seems like extremely arbitrary. Northmost lines in Queens. You compare the all of the train tracks that are grouped together with the whatever line that is below each other. Um, the dots and the stops don't line up with each other. They're off by what looks like a millimeter, a millimeter line. What do you mean the dots don't line up? If, if there was a grid that they were subordinated to, 
I see what you're saying. They can still be on grid yeah, lines, though. Yeah, but you know what, though? I mean, if you look at that, and you look, there aren't any, besides the names of the stations, you don't have any indication of where those things are. So the grid could be a way of saying, well, where is the Times Square subway? And you would be like, you know, like you'd be a way of finding it, like because it, it's clearly, I mean, it has no other indication of where this is other than oh, yeah, the, 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 the actual the name city, of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you have no idea where you are in the city. That doesn't work because too many lines occupy the same grid square. That's right, yeah. so I'm going to guess you closer at least if the person says, well, let's say. <laughs> there's loads for at least for a map, not that. <laughs> yeah. There's also no, there's no scale of distance. So one one grid point way out in Queens where Asuna, I think is fair to assume is a much greater distance than F2. Yeah. That's actually, I think where the distortion comes from. Yeah, this, this, this area here, which is like one line after, is very small. <laughs> it's Cadman Plaza. <laughs> That's what it basically is. Yeah. You know what the worst is? Is that if you're not going to follow the correct distances, you should have just made this very crowded place <laughs> bigger so you could see them better, right? Well, don't ask me. I'm just a regular teacher. I'm thinking out loud. I mean, if you're trying to make the subway look clear, then you should really make it clear instead of making it like this mess. So was he trying to make the subway look clear? I don't, yeah, I don't think so. We're tending in that direction, right? This is, so far, everything seems to be a subordinate principle is the design, not the thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that sort of sum up the discussion. And everything is subordinated to whatever principle of design is being employed, which we're not sure of, but doesn't arise from the natural layout of the city or even of the subway lines. Yeah, no. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> when it, the rockaways, yes. there's only one line, so he could have made them as, he could have made it as distorted as he wanted, because it, it seems like. A lot of it is the lines are in such a way that they, just as they relate to other lines, so this one has to, then these two intersect here and there, so they have to be a certain distance apart. I don't know if I'm explaining that. The well. walkways are the square. But yeah. the walkways are defining the square. If you just put them in, the square would be big. It would be different, you know? Right, but he had that square and so he showed it. Actually, if you push them in, what you could do, you could, you could make it a nine by nine. Oh, yeah. Because no, right, really he's got, he does have ten going up and down. Yeah. You have ten. So, so this is, so it's an argument that it's done this way in order to fit the grid. Yeah. No, but if you had, if you didn't have that piece, though, you could just make it a little bit bigger. So fit. 
you know, you couldn't get the north and south. Look at how much he's punching the north and south. Yeah. <laughs> north and south were, yeah. Really, look at how close together the subway stops are in the Bronx. <laughs> like, you couldn't fit any more letters between the words. There are a lot of stops on those blocks. <laughs> That's slow going up there. And they curve. And <laughs> this is a dramatic turn. Up at the end of the B train. class in general. Uh, North Channel is not that big, by the way. Planning a vacation now. <laughs> so where are we? So we, we? so we agree that everything is subordinated to the to the design principle, whatever that is, and we seem to be leaning towards the thing that really. What, what about the colors? check if it's true, it's, but it's it's like the impression you get without I guess what I'm trying to ask is, does anyone know enough about color to account for why this is blue? Well, then you couldn't be able to account for that. What? Even if you know everything about color, you can't imagine why this is blue? Well, I'm trying to get some kind of pattern in the colors that would, that would also be independent of the thing that's colored. Because they could have all been changed, right? Why, why would yeah. this color scheme? It wasn't tired to like the H line is gray. Yeah, right. That one's gray. It hasn't happened yet. Right. It's like they were designed just to distinguish between the closely clustered pieces. So you can see between the lines. But it doesn't. But see, this is really a map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's really good. Was that the green? Sure. And the M train are virtually invisible in comparison to the rest of the line. And the F. But you would have been able to see it on the map, though. This is. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's difficult to distinguish between the colors. We, we don't know the actual printed map. There's no idea at all if the D train actually does, <laughs> which is take forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that may not be so insignificant. That's it show it to be more efficient than it actually is. You know what I mean? Which was the whole thing to be efficient. Yeah, you go straight there. Yeah, it, everything looks like a straight trip. Yeah. That's what it is. Absolutely. That's, that's the way it's got to get subordinated. All right, so should we ask the rhetorical question? Can we look at the other one first? Okay. Uh, 
Are we doing this to contrast or to ask what the record will Well, wouldn't it make sense to get a solid observational base on this one? Is that what I prefer? Mm -hmm. Well, then that would be like, how large are you this is what overlooked it. Anyone here from Staten Island? <laughs> yeah, Well, there's a lot more out here than there was on the Sunday back. Yeah, like walking is anticipated here. You even got like some of the main paths of Central Park. And yeah, that's true. Get the transversity of Central Park. Yeah. Uh, the railroads. You get the separated. Yeah. Right. You get the uh, borough. It's also going to get Roosevelt Island. <laughs> <laughs> the condensing of the lines makes it. The condensing of the lines is huge. Yeah. Condensing of the lines. Legibility. Well, the BD FM, yeah, where it runs so together, can all be the same line rather than being four lines switched next to each other. Yeah. 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 And the only difference is that. Well, which makes sense because they run in the same trail. So the name of the train is where you meet every stop. Yeah. Every stop has the name of the train. In case you missed it, it's everywhere. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. By the name of the train. Is it, it color-coded to the trains? Yeah. 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 Well, to the line. Well, it's, yeah, to the line. To the line. Because the trains are only color-coded. The new ones don't have color codes. No, they do. Where? Where? I mean, the new speed train. Only, 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 you get, you get things like this. Yeah. yeah. They had that in the Mary, but it was just a big block. Yeah. yeah. Just, a, just a line. Yeah. Just a little line. Okay. Yeah. The streets is really big. Yeah, well, because it kind of works in Manhattan to a small grid. When you get, it's like, to, to say that that huge space is is filled with two streets as well. It's simplified, but the main, the main arteries are there. Yeah. These are actually big, big roads. Also yeah. neighborhood names. There are neighborhood names. Neighborhood names. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, that really is interesting. How, yep. how, how much are they doing here? East Village. Okay. 
Does it say East Village, Village side, and there's a big blank in Village side where it says up there. Oh, that's United yeah. Nations. <laughs> 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 Above the East Village, we have the United States. But they're most of the neighborhood names, right? Yeah. Washington Square Park. That requested. It does display the difference in the distances between the lines. There's more information of where the where the uh, elevators are, right? Yeah. Handicapped, but they wouldn't have had that in the 70s. So. It also shows the connecting stops versus stops that are along the line. Like if you look at the six in the yard, right above Master Fest, that has a connecting line on the bottom of 1400 square. There's a dashed, a dashed block rather than just a single point. There's variation between stops. What do you mean stops have hierarchy? Well, the, the little like bowl or union square, I don't know what you call it, is significantly bigger than the one for uh, you know, even Myrtle Avenue on the end. Because I think it's more lines or... Right, or, or Times Square is much bigger than There's a lot more information about things other than the subway line. That's even more than more about the subway line too. Like the bodies of water. Oh yeah, ferries and more like the water. They didn't have them then, but you do have you do have that. Right? That was on the other map. Another bridge is on the other map. It tells you what's around you when you get on and out. I mean, I'm just trying to think like utility wise. You you sort of get on one stop and you get off another stop. And if you're just a tourist, you're sort of looking for those two. And it, just, it tells you what's around those different places. I think it, this might be skipping stuff, but if it gears towards um, tourists, that much better. I know where you want to go with that, but can anyone, anyone agree that this looks more like, not as Manhattan centric that way? Um, do we get the whole map? I mean, it still is Manhattan centric, but less. Uh, Manhattan is much bigger than the other places, right? Yeah. yeah. That we get. But the whole thing is subordinated to a grid, which is more fitting than the other map. This, this, map, this map tends to have somewhat of a grid shown in Manhattan, but doesn't force everything else to conform to that. That's true, the grid only works in Manhattan. And I mean, I don't know if we're just analyzing the image or how it might have been distributed, but I've, I've followed the brochures with the Nelly map. Um, 
if you unfold the map on one side, you have the whole of New York City, and on the other side, you have just Downtown Manhattan. So they actually would publish it focusing on the Downtown area. Yeah, so you could do that. That's true. That would make it Manhattan-centric, even if we needed to. Staten Island exists. <laughs> 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 but each one exists only. Uh, I guess I want to say it. Uh, you can find your way around Brooklyn and Queens by subways. Without there are people who would not who will be using the subway who are not going to Manhattan, which is hard to get. But in the Vignelli map, maybe just a prejudice doesn't seem like that would be the case. Like everything gets fed into Manhattan, but I don't know. I can't defend this impression. And Nelly also doesn't really seem like you would know where to go in Manhattan either. <laughs> 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 yeah, there is that. Anything else? Or should we just get on to the try to make a broader sense of these? Well, I, as far as uh, tourism. Know Manhattan, know New York. Looking at the map, you also get airports. How to get in and out? Yeah. There's airports. Yeah. 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 But you, you also get. Um, you get the airports. Yeah. Yeah. You get Metro North stations. Yeah. You get the other train systems that operate. Yeah, and, yeah. and you also get uh, more of a transit, not in a purely subway. Right. It expands further. Bus depots. It does have the air train for pages. It doesn't because there would be one. Well, the bus depot up there. On the real map, on the real map, the current map, they have. This is a, this is the first version of it. Oh yeah, they have those green They have boxes that tell you where the buses go. So it is a transit map in a way that the Vignelli map wasn't. All right. Okay. So can we now get on to the rhetoric and see what we can do with it? That is pretty funny that the reality is sort of a map for people who already know what's going on here. It's not a map in some way.
outside the design, right? There being no yeah. grid on actual reality. <laughs> For example, <laughs> I'm having difficulty disassociating it with what I already sort of know with linearity, which is not much, but if you can use canon, you can ask about how much the grid is important. So it's just a, it's a glaring sort of I also say that knowing that Tim Peters, the health editor documentary, he talks about his one mistake was including the geography. He said if he were to do it again, he would get rid of the geography and he would have a full beige, a fully white background. Yeah, yeah, it feels like that. It really does. And, and then, of course, I'm not trying to, trying to be coloring too much of house, but he was saying that it was a map visual problem with verbal people is that they get to be heard. So people complained and that's why it was taken down because the visual people can have the vision. I'm not saying I agree. <laughs> Prioritizes a single system um, rather than others. So here's, it seems that we're designing for a more particular purpose than the current one. I'm not sure how to phrase it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was expecting you to say something. This idea of minimal information feels to me, or it seems to me, it would be contingent upon reading this as a map. Whereas if we take it as purely a design exercise, or as end is to be an object of design, then I don't think it's really about information as much as it is about some sort of design something, so it's maybe structure or visual structure or something. But I don't know if, I don't know, information doesn't mean anything if it's not about information. Those two ideas can be right? Yeah. Organize, to organize transit, you organize your graphics. 
with the grid. Can you just simplify the subways? The fact that we think it's not functional doesn't matter. He just wanted to make it really simple. And he thinks in doing that that he's improving the functionality. He thinks he's improving it? I, I think so. I think he thinks that I think so too. the map it becomes easier to read and will help people. But theoretically, I, I think so. I don't think it is Because it's not easier to read. But, yeah, but that's what we think too. Rhetorically, please. Yeah, but I think that. Or if you don't like it, Even Mark is mentioning visual things. So when he says visual, it's for visual people. Mm -hmm. It's a visual model. And so those are his criticisms about verbal detail. But there's no way to take that into account if you're making things not. He's trying to persuade us people that design is that design is a better way of representing things. of this one is to get from point A to point B and know where you're going. It seems like he, he assumes that, whereas the other map might be for people who are trying to figure out where they're going. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't feel like yeah, it's going for problem solving. It just feels like it's yeah. a cool it, it seems like it makes a point to like, because like for me personally, I'm much prefer that it's me that it's like, I think this is a lot easier to do, but obviously that's what I've been doing for the past five years on the bridge and things like that. So I think it because I agree with you that his map is more geared that, that even if Horace comes and says I need to go to I don't know fifty thirty fifty third street, I'm just gonna look on this map and look for where fifty third street is and I I'm going from my point A to that one. So I'm not sitting on the L train being like, hmm, like where should I go? Like maybe I should go here. Which that's what that map is more geared towards, people trying to do themselves. So simplification then includes the idea of Stops on the subway to the line. Of the 
it's a good thing, yeah. What he's really just doing is putting them in order. He's putting them in order. He's making a diagram of the subway. It's, it's almost like a list of information. As if what you needed to know is, I'm going to this stop, so in which one is it, and then it doesn't matter where it is geographically, so he got rid of the noise. Well, okay, so really assertive. Subordinate all the verbal parts to uh, most of the verbal as much as he could versus mm -hmm. the newer one where they're in. Not just yeah, verbal, but also spatial. I know that he made a very big point on like the text. This was like geography means a lot to him, and uh, the fact that everything was like geography on this map is all horizontal and based on this one sort of grid base rather than having them be diagonal and going off into different scenarios. There's something about, again, this is colored by what I know of that way, but I feel like he wants me to think that this sort of grid can be applied to anything to start at some point. So that, that reducing, and I'm, I'm trying to. That by reducing the geography of it, you can essentially take this layout and just uh, apply it to another. To other things. To other, that this, other maps, rather than just the New York City. Because then it would show that the grid could be applied not just to this object flat on the screen, mm -hmm. but also to that. Yeah. Yeah. Take directions to how to fold it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he thinks that this is an elevated, and when I say elevated, I mean, I mean elevated, I mean like better? I think that's appropriate. Way of seeing and organizing information in this way that's like inherently visual, that it's actually entirely visual, then he's trying to persuade us that we should think like this, or see like this, something like that. But I don't think, I like, it, on that like sort of thing, like, it, it's not that, it's not that the problem isn't his map. The problem is us. We are not capable of seeing what he's doing. Uh, if we can not know that when he came up with the map, he didn't have any responses yet, though. He didn't know that people didn't like it. He thought that this was a good thing. Right, but that doesn't matter. Well, I do also know with him that uh, he, he's often criticized on a lot of his stuff when it first comes out, and then it always seems like 10, 20 years later that people love it. Like in this case. Um, <laughs> but we didn't get a chance. But we can see 
other way around. It's just that he had a problem that was, how should we present this system? And then he said, how am I going to do this efficiently and make it easier for the most amount of people? And he thought that this was the best way that he could do it, just getting rid of the curves and saying, like, the straight line, I'm going to go to this, and I'm just going to follow it this way. I think it's important to note that he he is he is reducing the amount of information he's communicating to the subway stops and the subway lines. So he's not trying to convince us that this is the best way to do a map. He's trying to convince us that this is the best way to communicate the subway stops. I think he's saying that, that with simple. So first, the first thing he does is he simplifies. Maybe not the first thing. A thing he does is simplifies all of that information into just the stops and the lines, and then he subordinates that to the grid. No, I think he starts with the grid. Everything is a square. So I think it goes in that direction. So. Colors, um, borders, spaces between elements. Are, are those things sort of used in every graphic way? Line weight, line weight, more sophisticated, right? Color tones and stuff like that. The grid would be a line weight between borders. And uh, the vividness or the, the weight of the letter and, and that sort of thing. Those would be the special lines of argument, and then they'd be organized. Because also the grid. Yeah, it's, I think it's obviously the hierarchy. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think all, all the all the colors and everything like that is just resting on top. Right. Yeah. With that idea of the persuasion in mind that every other element can be organized. 
Well, but there were, that's the minimum, the minimum condition set by the problem. Yeah. Right. Oh. It, it has to be superimposed on some representation of the space. If that representation is itself subordinate to the creation of the, the vertical to horizontal diagonal. Um, that works. Can you tell us if the designer is? We have elements that are separable from the organization is real, reality, the thing is organized, and so by showing it, you're just doing something that is, you're showing the reality of the thing, and that, like on the right, would be appearance. Something like that would actually be the case. <laughs> Which is actually kind of great. If Plato is words, then geometry <laughs> is ideal, uh, and the ideal representation would be the actual, the actual reality of the system. They have to flip it around. Nothing can be moral that's being reality that's being simplified, but the, but the world is the chaos that's being the world, the chaos of the world being removed to show its actual reality. Like if you're actually looking at the map and you're riding the train, I'm trying to think about like experience versus representation or something. Um, but like the curves that are represented on the map, you actually know when that's happening. But that's a quality of moving through space that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with getting from one place to the next. Yeah. Distance, I hate to say this, distance is an accident of space. 
And if you eliminate this, then you have purified space. <laughs> it operates on a geometric principle in relation to itself rather than in relation to the arithmetic of the Yeah, yeah. Space has its own laws. Who cares? So we can, we can platonize this and, and make it in representation of reality. Yeah. Which actually is kind of where I got that idea of elevation. Like, he wants us to think this way because it's true. Yeah, I mean, that's largely irrelevant because who cares what this <laughs> But yes. Well, that, that works okay. So it's Plato and Aristotle. But you know, this is a good example, though, of your concrete thing. The history of this is really demonstrated that persuasion is the design, is the maximal, the ideal organization of, of reality. Then you say, well, the lines are horizontal and vertical. Common opinion is that horizontal totality and verticality are cleaner than wayward lines and zigzag lines. Right? So we can just take it we take it as, as part of the total persuasion, and then we say that's the same phenomenon. And that's only your Aristotelian. Yeah. Okay. Really but that's that's the point. <laughs> it's only Right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, we actually have it. I guess it's pretty obvious. <laughs> What's the issue? It's a lot of them. There are. <laughs> okay, so if we start at the beginning. Um, we need a map. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What is a map? I don't know. Well, it's what, you need. what do you need to get around the world? A map. A map. But this map and that map. Yes, we're getting there. That isn't quite Getting around the system is not the same thing as getting around New York. So mm -hmm. I, think it, I think there's a prior controversy. Yeah, what is the subway? Well, should we try to establish the index of the other maps? Oh, all right. Well, okay. Sounds that idea. Can we do that? Okay, what's the index of the other map? Space is real. We agree about that one. No. Huh? Not just the 
ordinance. Yeah. But it's untransferable to any other place. Right, that's one thing to notice about it. It's a very unique feature. So the failure map permit. that it's the minimum size to maintain is this degree of separation from stops? Does that make sense? It's not bigger than it ought to be. It's, it's the same, it's the right size given that it's the right size for the system. These are the, this is the distance between stops and this is the relation of the lines. Where uh, uh, yeah. could be a 9 by 9 degree. It's in scale with the, with the subway system. Hard to do because we have all the lettering, all the legibility of the lines and all these back 
Oh, the feet is back at the same frame and stop that that stops. Or I, I, you know, because it really is unnecessary to keep saying A, 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 right? They do it anyway. They might just be assuming that you're just looking in that area. To, to me, that's a striking difference. That's good. Because you're not you're not necessarily trying to understand the system as a whole. You're, you're particularizing your explanation. That, that's that's probably the origin of my thinking that it's meant for people going around the world. It's not just in Manhattan. Yeah, and then it feels to me like it's the difference between the supremacy of a grid versus the Because there's a universal principle of the grid of one to one. What is design? And then there's just the, the, the borders of the city. Yeah, it was, it was designed for, is that what you said? Yeah, I think we need to localize it to something like that. 
Especially because some people, even today, it, it's very personal the way that you orient yourself. So you can't, it, it's very hard to judge which one is better or less, or which one is more efficient. That's not part of the question. He would say that everyone should be using this, yeah. and this one would say that this is for everyone to use. But don't you see that? Don't so you he's that subordinating everyone to his style of use, and they're subordinating themselves to everyone else. Which so means, so it is, I think, different. How do we get that? This is being judged by a big God.
It's also in, in the landscape, like the water's blue and the grass is green because we would expect that to be the case. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's I, right. think, I think that one is right. I think that one too much more is designed as a map that's not just for the subway but also for the right. I think that one pays a lot more attention to the being above ground. So that's true. So, yeah. um, in that sense, main streets, main arteries, and have railroads. That goes again. What what is it, what is the map? What is the map? Is the map of? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I think there might be a transfer issue in some way. A map, map for subway, no, a map, map for transit. Right? Yeah. They both use the word subway there. True. True. So I get I mean, unless we're going to make definition. Yeah. Somewhere. I think it has to be done. Is a subway map transit underground, or is a subway map how you get to different places above ground? No, the one on the right, right is a, the one on the right is like a map of the experience of riding. And the one on the left is a map of. This is yeah. Because well, they have certain spaces that you have some non-subway parts yeah. to do. easier to look at blank space. Something a little bit like the rigor. The rigor. 
actually get to the idea, if you can get to Vignelli's idea through this map of this is how it really is, this is how the system is, this is how space is structured mathematically in this grid. Maybe? to define the beautiful, right? Um, as an effect, like this is something that you feel when you see it. I think you can maybe do that, but I don't think you can anyways. In The question would be, is it pleasing to see? Is the pleasure of, is, is the pleasure you feel in seeing it feel like it's it that's causing that pleasure? I like it, it's cool, it's nice, you know, I'm sorry to see that actually I close my eyes and I see it. But there's, there's an attempt to really here. I don't think that this sense of here isn't here to support this with documentary evidence. Um, but I don't think that designer like this would find any particularly difficulty in saying, of course it's beautiful. Yeah, because beauty is order. Yeah, absolutely. Right. 
beauty is proportion and order. Um, beauty is the bridge, right? I think that's true. Yeah. It's the classic position. Right? Yeah. But then how would supply along with that? Would we then believe that you wouldn't want to be supplying? Because supplying is a limited gift of what this functionality would provide to you. Supply would be irregularity. Mm -hmm. would be unpredictable and irregular. Places where they subway lines are named, so they don't—they're not named any other place. Space between things is an obstacle to getting where you're going. So it has no positive existence. Not trying to illustrate the obstacle. Not trying to illustrate the obstacle. Trying to illustrate how to get through the obstacle. Which follows that he would want to get rid of everything else and just have it. 
Well, it's funny because this is, whoever said this is for tourists is not wrong because this is for users, right? And people are using maps for people who don't know the system. Uh, it, it does exercise tourist, tourist neighborhoods. Tourists don't go to Turtle Bay. They do go to these lower east side. That's a presence. So they can change those when the next neighborhood gets hot. Immigrants to the city, so there's a different kind of immigration. 
Right? That was okay. Funny, you know, the, the, the attitude towards it is really not turned, right? Yeah, I'm crazy. That's <laughs> all the reality. I'm utterly convinced. What happens is you get to actually enter into the world of the thing and then the intelligibility becomes its own, yeah. not the one you're visiting on. It's like what you said before when, when you're saying something you talk to Becoming the audience for the work. Yeah. Right? If you're not the audience for the work, then you are able to respond to it in a way that it's required to be responded to. And so you, you eventually remove the subject to object. And you start off with a pattern of intensity to get started. And there's usually a time like that, actually. That's sort of thing. Sometimes. Yeah. 
what we're looking at today when you're in the shop is the actual station where we go into the subway. Not the platform. We're going to come in from the street. We're going to come in from the street. So you actually have to get out and swipe again. Right. You have the time. Metro Park was a better idea. Well, I mean, the Avenue H, what is it called? It's um, not called the station. Station House. There we go. The Avenue H Station House and the new Javits Center stop on the subway. Okay. Cool. Let's see what happens then. That has got to be the weirdest assignment of them all. I know. Finally out to Avenue H. I've been talking about it for years. <laughs>